Brian Shea, a communications associate at the Institute for Global Tobacco Control at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health. Our faculty and researchers will share their work at the upcoming Society for Research on Nicotine and Tobacco annual meeting in New Orleans. We talked to some of them to learn more about what they will showcase at the meeting. The trend of raising the age to purchase tobacco products to 21 continues to spread across the United States. Research Program Manager Ayo Awopegba will give an oral presentation about the growth in T21 laws and how future efforts can learn from the past. Okay, so tell me about how this research, this poster, how did this all come about? There's been a lot of momentum around Tobacco 21 policies, that is policies that restrict the sale of tobacco products to people 21 years and older. Tobacco 21 policies hold a lot of promise. The 2015 Institute of Medicine report shows that T21 policies could result in a 25% drop in youth starting to smoke, a 12% drop in overall smoking rates, and 16,000 uh, cases of preterm birth and low birth weight averted in just the first five years of the policy. In 2018, data showed a sharp rise in e-cigarette use among middle and high school students. This was treated as an epidemic by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. And so many jurisdictions moved to pass tobacco to own policies, but not all policies are created equal. So what is the current state of T21 around the country? So there's a national policy in place. The national policy prohibits the sale of tobacco products to people uh, who are under 21 years of age. It's important that it prohibits the sale rather than um, penalizes people from who are younger than 21 from purchasing these products. Uh, also, over 530 cities and counties spread across 31 states in the United States, including D.C., have a tobacco 21 policy. How did you identify the data used in this report? To identify states that had a policy, we used Tobacco Watcher, which is our automated and publicly available media analysis engine that collates news from over 380,000 sources in 16 languages. We also used Tobacco21.org to identify jurisdictions that had enacted a Tobacco 21 policy. Next, we went to individual state legislature websites to pull the actual law and extract relevant details on their T21 policy. So what did you find when you did all this research? So our research showed that 19 states and the DC have a state level policy uh, as of uh, 2019. The major strengths were include applying definition to include all tobacco products instituting a retail licensing uh, mechanism where one was not in place, enforcing signage displays and um, Many states did not have a preemption clause. Major weaknesses were having a clear enforcement structure in place or designating funding for enforcement or having strong provisions regarding compliance checks. What would a strong policy look like? What is the best practices people should be looking for? That's a great question. A strong policy would be one that raises the age to 21, does not criminalize minors for possessing or purchasing but puts the burden on the retailer. The strong policy one that applies to current and future tobacco products that delineates clear enforcement mechanisms or guidelines and dedicates funding for enforcement, specifies agencies that should conduct enforcement, uh, puts in place a retail license, licensing structure if one is not already in place, uh, mandates the use of signage to make it clear that tobacco products are not sold here to people under 21 years of age and does not have preemption clauses which pre prohibits uh, lower jurisdictions 
uh, from, from developing stronger policies. Uh, also, a, a good policy would not have exemptions, you know, such as the military exemption. Uh, public health should apply to all citizens. How do, where do we go here from this research? I mean, it's, it's, this is always, I think, probably the hardest part in research is getting that first step and then how does it get passed around to the people who really need to, do, to know about it? We hope our research is useful to advocates, people who are trying to uh, define and describe effective policies for, uh, that protect people. The T21 policies have the potential to, to save a lot of lives, and we're hoping that some of the things that we're exposing about the strength of state-level policies make lawmakers and advocates go back to the drawing board and see how they can strengthen these policies, close loopholes, de design policies that would actually protect the people's health. In terms of other research needs, uh, we need to identify what, what are the underlying factors that predict what a, a strong policy would look like. Uh, to what extent does the industry, lo does industry lobbying play uh, in the strength of these policies, and, and what are the best strategies to strengthen Tobacco 21 laws? You can find this research and many more on our website, globaltobaccocontrol.org. Thank you for listening. For more information about the Institute for Global Tobacco Control, please visit us online at jshph.edu/igtc.